Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. Video killed the podcaster in my mind and in my car. I can't uh, turn back. Uh, Hi everyone, welcome to episode 141 of the Idle Matinee podcast. The boys are back in town. This is it, 141. Loads been going on. Let's before we start, let's just say who's here. I'm Benjamin. Hello. This is Greg. Uh, bonsoir, je m'appelle Grégoire. This is Johnny. You'll miss me when I'm Juan. Hi, I'm Johnny Ribena and the country's going to shit. So there you go, we're all there. Let's just say hello to each other. Hello. Hello. Hi. And Greg, do you want to tell people what this podcast is about? Yes, it's it's a three-act thing like a movie. So I like to say, or not like a movie, like or like a play, or anything that has a beginning, middle and an end. Uh, so the first part is uh, we try and talk about our lives, if we've done anything interesting, and or anything we've watched that's interesting, movie reviews, internet news, Amber Heard news, not anymore, but you know, that sort of thing. Uh, and then the second part is a list. We've got a WhatsApp list of stupid things that we write down, silly questions, hypotheticals, stupid songs, stuff like that. And then the third act is the Gentle Bear Comedy Club, yeah. which, is a, which is our own comedy club that we've made up. And uh, it's full of improvised acts. Well, some have improvised and some have, you know, we write down the occasional joke. You'll see. But you'll see. Right then, let's begin where we're at the beginning. So I'll start. I just want to go two celebrity deaths this week, two massive titans of the acting world. The first one is James Kahn, uh, famous for the movie Misery. Misery? Mis- misery. You know it's called Misery. Why are you, misery. Why are you you're not usually this stupid. Jaws. I know you asked, are you? Jaws. Uh, what? He's not in Jaws. <laughs> you said he can't. Oh, come on. And the other... Godfather. Oh, Godfather. Godfather, yeah, yeah. So, as uh, Sonny, Sonny, Sonny. Mont- Sonny Montabano. No, Sonny, Sonny, uh, Sonny, what's his name? What's what their bloody name? Sonny Cheever. Sonny Cheever, yeah, no. He's, he's his older brother, isn't he, Sonny? And he gets shot in the... Corleone. Corleone, of course. Thank you, Michael Corleone. And Sonny Corleone. And in uh, Thief, he's good in, um, in Michael, uh, Michael Mann's film, Thief, 1981 film. Uh, that's good. And obviously Misery. Well, I'm, I'm sure his family would be very touched by that uh, touching tribute. And, of course, Mickey Blue Eyes with uh, Hugh Grant. Mm. The, 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 I think it was a romantic comedy. I don't, uh, know, I don't really know what it was. I've never seen that film. Yeah, no one did. It's I'll shit, tell you apart what, from me. And the other trailblazing actress that died was Mona Hammond. EastEnders actress died 87 years old. She is, if for, for the, well, you could look her up, but for those of you, you'll recognise if you Straight look her away. up. She's sort of like, a, I think she's either Asian or black or both. I she's don't know. Jamaican. Oh, she's Jamaican, okay. Jamaican-British actress. Oh, okay. I don't know why I said Asian. For those of you that aren't she, ce- celebrity <laughs> death fans and haven't been keeping up with all the celebrities dying and looking them up on Wikipedia, this is what it's all about. Yeah. She, uh, she, you'll recognise her she anyway. She played Blossom Jackson from 1994 to 1997 and she was back in it in 2010. She was adored by fans and she was actually adored by me. I was a massive fan of Blossom Jackson EastEnders. I thought she had a kind of Polynesian look. Yeah, slightly. Her. Yeah, you might be you right know, there, Greg. Slightly. That's why I thought she might have had mixed heritage, you know. But I was a massive fan and I'd like to just uh, do my 
little impression of Blossom. So this is a scene from 1996 EastEnders. It was shown originally on the 15th of August. Uh, I've been watching it all week on, uh, uh, what was it? I taped off UK Gold, I think, a long time ago. Uh, this is a scene in the laundrette where Blossom uh, meets Dot. Greg, you can be Dot. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> no, Greg's being Dot. Oh, Dot. <laughs> oh, Dot. Oh, hello, Blossom. Fair enough. Oh, have you got those clothes done for me, Dot? Uh, oh, yeah, they're right here. Let me just finish this fag. End uh, scene. Thank you very oh. much. That was Mona uh, <laughs> Jackson in EastEnders. Uh. Right, so what's everyone been doing this week? You got anything for us, Johnny? Been a lot of excitement in Westminster, isn't there? Oh yes, Ooh, the big Boris yeah. news, big boy Boris. Well, it started. It started boy. before that when they took away that bloke's speakers, didn't they? Because they took You're away right. the right to shout. That's right. They're playing the, loads of songs. The, yeah, the police took away speakers, and then a load of people put money in. Um, I said he had to go away for ninety days, and then he went back, but stood on a step and said he wasn't in the road. And then they said, "We're going to arrest you." And then a load of people put a load of money in and bought him new speakers. They were announcing his speech for fucking ages this morning. So obviously I flipped, flicked over and then, then I flicked back. I don't know what I flicked over to. Ten, oh no, I flicked over to Big Timber on um, Netflix, which is great. We'll talk about that later. Uh, and I, I flicked back and it was like, oh, he's fucking started. But then I, I don't know why I was bumped. Like, I don't know why. Then I rewound it. And then, then I just fast, I listened to it. And then I was like, oh, fuck that. I just fast forward again. Didn't listen to it properly. So I, just, I just listened to little, little uh, like we're jumping straight. We're jumping straight to the resignation nation speech. Right? Hey? Yeah, that's fine. Well, because when oh, it came, right. I liked it when they applaud. People I that's were applaud- what talking about. Yeah, no, I was talking about the whole week. But don't matter. That's probably a bit much to bang on about. Oh. But when he came out for his speech, I thought, is that like uh, ironic applause? You know, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and then you could hear him booing, but they were booing from. They kept him about 100 metres down the road, didn't they? And they were still booing and singing Bye Bye Boris. You can still hear it. That Bye Bye yeah. Boris is a song by the guy on the comedy course, Richard. He released it on YouTube and did the whole song. Oh, really? And that's one they were playing. I thought yeah. it was that guy that, with the top hat because. In, yeah, he was playing the playing song. Playing it. Oh, I thought, no, it, I thought he was singing it. He also oh, okay. did it as well. Yeah, yeah. That's good. But the other one was um, the Benny Hill tune. They were playing the Benny Hill yeah. tune. With. And they were playing circus music as well. <laughs> Oh, that was good. Is that come in the clowns or come on the clowns or touching up the clowns at the Conservative Party? Don't forget about the vaccine rollout and Brexit, though. Never forget that. That that is his legacy. They do. They do say politics is a long time in twenty four (laughs) hours. He's a criminal. Have you had a good week, Greg? Have you done anything exciting? Um, no. Okay. I did stand up comedy. Oh yes, sorry. Oh. Oh. I videoed your stand-up comedy okay. apart from this video and that doing that yeah. so I did stand-up comedy for the very first time ever Is I because for the eight weeks we're doing the Tring Comedy Festival where you sort of learn how to be a stand-up comedian and then you get on stage and do you know what I'll never do it again not because I didn't like it it was fair enough it was pretty straightforward you think some jokes you tell the jokes it's just I got nothing from it no, I couldn't. Like, it was no buzz. It was weird. Like you said, you preferred the spitballing with all the other comedians, like yeah. the other people doing the course, like which is what we do here, and that's fun. Yeah. And then uh, as soon as it becomes a practice, to, like then it's a song, then isn't it? It's not the way yeah. my, like, I mean, in, in my honest opinion, yeah, it's just like performing right. a song. Like through- you said, like you said, as one in one of your jokes about Mickey Flanagan before doing the out out joke, and he's just doing it. Yeah, and he does it to a crowd, and they're like, Way! and they go as, as he starts to do the bit, they're all already anticipating it and they know the bit they've seen it on YouTube and they're going yeah I want to see him do it again it's it's sort of oh, like, people screaming so much when the Beatles were performing in the 60s oh, that you can't hear them if I perform. had people like that clapping at my jokes I'd be like these people are simple and I don't want to if yeah, you were getting paid you wouldn't mind would you yeah I no, I mean, yeah. if you're getting paid then uh, 
But yeah, I don't know. So when it comes to stand-up comedy, you're asexual. You don't get anything yeah, from I got it. Yeah, nothing from it. It was really odd. I think I built it up too much in my head as well. Like, oh, it's going to feel really good. And the weird thing is, walking up to the stage, I was like buzzing. Like, yeah, let's go. Soon as I got on the stage, I'm like, okay, here we go. Right, so da-da-da-da-da, laugh. Da-da-da-da-da-da, laugh. da laugh, and done. You didn't even bother doing any jokes. You just went, da-da-da-da-da. That's easy. New material. People love that, though. They love that stuff. So wouldn't you then make the perfect sort of robot stand-up comedian? They could just wheel you on. You'd get excited before you got there. You'd go on, and as you put it, da-da-da-da-da. That has Laugh. been done. Du, 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 du. There's a guy who used to pretend to be a robot stand-up comedian. He's got, I am Android Joke by 2000. That's but, similar uh, to what I said, but completely like different, yeah. so that's good. Well, hopefully, um, Kiss Timer takes over and we have a dynamic leader. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of robot comedians. Greg, you must have a story. Come on, guys. We can't live like this. We can't uh, be living like this if we're going to bring all this oh, energy know, yeah. and power. I, I said to you know the guy in the shop, um, you know my pal in the shop. Yeah, the, uh, the one who oh, I don't like when he says the one you say when he, say, he says how was your, how how are you today? I don't fucking yeah. Care. He always says how I don't. Th- I've not actually talked about this in the podcast. Like I've talked about it to everyone. We you know this story, and everyone else, everyone I know knows this story. But uh, I'm telling everyone now, everyone else. Um, yeah. So this guy always says. Uh, how are you today? Expecting you just to go friendly. Yeah, yeah, but it's but it's been it's just stupid. He, did, he asked me twice in the same transaction before, so I was already annoyed with him asking me it. And I don't like being asked it. And it's just because you don't have time. Most people don't have time to listen to you. Because most days I'm not one of these happiest people who's just going around grinning like an idiot, going like, really? "Yeah, I'm really happy all the time." I mean, sometimes I'll put that on, but uh, yeah, he's exactly. got that thing. What do they call it? He's a mong. Yeah, it's possible, but. Um, Hopefully, so. I mean, it, I want him to. I keep asking him to listen to the podcast, so, that, so I don't have to say all this to his face, like because it's just it's hard. I don't I haven't got time in the shop. That's the whole point. I haven't got time to tell him about my day. If I thought he was genuinely interested, like a friend or a med- or a health professional, like a medical health professional, uh, psychiatrist, whatever, then uh, then yeah, I'd happily tell him about my day. But then he hasn't got time. So if I go, oh shit, and then what's he gonna do? Go like, oh guys, the rest of the queue get out. Um, this guy's got problems. Pull up a chair. Yeah, time for me to have a chat. Yeah, Let's maybe, sit down by the till and then just chat to me for an hour. Maybe a psychiatrist, but definitely not like a triage nurse, nurse in A&E. Mm. Yeah, um, That's quite hard to say, triage nurse. Triage nurse. Oh, you do it well. Yeah. Um, so what do you do? Beat him up? Yes, beat him up. No, so this, what I've said to him before, I go, look, one day someone will say to you, because I've, I've just said this, I've had this discussion with him loads, so I've said, uh, one day someone will, won't be having a very good day, and you'll, you know what I mean, they'll have a really shit day, and then they'll go, oh, I don't mind, I'll just deal with that. Especially so close to Stoke Man of Lost Bill. Yeah, and, I'm like, <laughs> and, yeah, and it's like, yeah, it's, and then, so then next time, so then I had a bit of a falling out with him, because I was like, oh, cause he, he asked me twice before as well, he goes like, how was your day? And I was like, yeah, it's all right, whatever. So there's a, did my transaction, got the fags or whatever I was getting at the time, and then, and there's a, so how's your day? And I was like, what? Is the robot broken? I felt like I was going to hit him on the head, like knock on his head and go shout out for the manager. Excuse me, your robot is broken. I was like, why are you asking the same thing again? He's, yeah. So it just proves that he's not, he doesn't give a fuck. It's just part of his patter. And it, instead of just saying, why don't you just say, all right, all right, hello. Ha- oh, hello, how are you? I suppose people do say that. It's a thing, but I don't know why. Maybe, maybe he's got one of them interaction problems. 
I but, can't remember whether the word like Asperger's or one of those, and he doesn't actually realise or read uh, p- p- emotional people, yeah. cues. Maybe you have. Uh, or maybe uh, I don't maybe know. you're the problem. Maybe I've got, maybe I've got maybe a problem. You're the problem. But then the last time I said to him, I was like, well, I was like, well I'm not going to tell you if I had a bad day, am I? I said, so, so I got a bit arsy with him one time. He goes, I oh, know, I'm just, just uh, having a conversation. I was like, but we're not having a conversation, are we? It's a fucking transaction in a shop. And so I lost my shit with him. Then I did, So when I did that, I was like, oh, fuck. Then I was like, oh, are you joking, mate? Uh, and went out. And it was like, well, clearly I'm not just fucking joking. And so, but then after after that, I was like, "Oh fuck, I couldn't go back in the shop for like I've just been avoiding him." I was like, "Oh, I'm not, I can't go in my own shop." He's and he's in there. Why every night. your own shop? Why, yeah. why don't you sack him? <laughs> it's my shop. You know what I mean? My local shop. He sounds like he's and got it, real problems. I was avoiding him for like for ages, and it, but you must have known I was avoiding him because uh, and I've been going. I have, I've been going all the way up to fucking Asda just to get like the simplest of things. But he's not in there. In the, so most of the time, I go there in the daytime, so I don't have to see him. He starts from at two o'clock usually. Uh, but now I got over that and I was like, I've got to have to see him eventually. You know what I mean? I can't avoid him forever. Oh, I thought you so were going to say he knocked on your door and you, you opened it and he'd got you some salmon and cigarettes. Yeah. And it's not because I'm scared of him. I'm just, I'm worried that he's scared of me now. So I, so I went back in and was friendly and it's all right. And yeah, it's, it's okay. But then obviously he started asking me again and I'm just like, oh, and I'm just like, fuck it. He's not going to learn. So I'm just going, yeah. But then yesterday, that's, so I did it. I got him yesterday and I was like, right. So, so I've just been playing along with it going, oh, fuck, we're back to square one. He wins. And then today though, I go like, yeah, no, yesterday, sorry. I go, uh, he goes, oh, oh, I was expecting it. I was like, here he goes. Here he comes. How are you today? And I was like, how are you today? And I was like, uh, terrible. My, uh, all my family and friends died in a plane crash. And, uh, and he went, and his, his eyes go, just for a split second, he went, he was like, like that. And I was like, and I only did it. I was, I was only joking. I was like, you're one of these days. <laughs> So I was getting, so I was getting, it's gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> I was like, yes. I was like, I've even the playing field now. Now every time I go in, I'll be like, yes, I'm fine. Like, just because I got in that once. Like. Not the co-op down there with the bloke that works there. Yeah, acts, yeah, yeah. Acts a yeah, bit, yeah, acts yeah. A bit weird because his family, his family and friends were all killed yeah, in a plane I, crash. I'm hoping he sees this. <laughs> no, I'm hoping uh, he sees this. I'm gonna share it with him. Try and share it with him. Again. His uncle's Matt Busby, I think. Because I don't mean any harm. He's a lovely guy. It's just, he just, he just, just say hello to me. Don't bother with the how's your day because it might. Been a bad day. So anyway, how's your day been? <laughs> so when he yeah, says, well. "How's your day been?" Why don't you just say back, "How's your day been?" Yeah, yeah. how's your day been? That's what. That's the thing. Preempt it. So I should just go like, "Hey, how's your day?" <laughs> right. So, so, so he, I think he's definitely got the problem. The guy in the shop. Yeah. <laughs> if you think any, if you th- if you want to agree that he's got the problem, yeah, yeah. or think possibly someone else has got a problem, you can email us in at idlematinee at gmail dot com or idlematinee at gmail dot com. Perfect. It could be a little from column A, a little from column B, possibly. Uh, but yeah, you got that off your chest. Happy now? Yeah. Beer drought warning after Stella and Budweiser workers agreed to what strike? Well, there's two beer warnings now. One is we're not getting grain from the Ukraine. Um, we weren't getting it. Got any other ones that rhyme? <laughs> and we're not getting Sharifo from Spain. Um, doesn't rhyme. I mean, it yeah, does rhyme. With we're grain. not getting I grain know, from Ukraine, I mean, and we're not the, getting Sharifo from Spain. The substance needs to rhyme with the product. Needs to rhyme with the, uh, with the country. Let me think of one. The the brain drain to Spain has come again. There's too many lands, isn't there? The sand from England or Iceland or Finland. But we were before the war. Uh, um, We'll probably lose now because Boris is not going to the front line. Uh, we were having issues getting grain in anyway due to the Brexit that we shall not speak its name. But now we're not getting grain, and also um, all the beer producers are going on strike. All right, I did. So re- I was going to stock up in my tum tums. Lurpak might be going up to seven. <laughs> you already have, haven't you? Yeah, Lurpak's getting stalled. Then yeah, it's getting really expensive. Everything's getting very expensive. 
Uh, we noticed that. Yeah. Cost of leaving crisis. Right. And then the other story of the That's week. That's it as in debt, right? Okay, cool. Well, unless you want to go further into that, you sort of said it. And what else do you want to say? Do you want to do a, are, you, are you not worried about. Do you want to do a reenactment of people? Well, we can't worry about it until it happens. Let's do. Let's go in. Let's do um, an improv again. The shop. I'll come into the shop. Okay. Or you. Co- or Greg, you come into the shop uh, and no, ask where Greg. there's no beer, and you ask where's the beer. Okay. okay. Um, I'm used to there not being any beers that I particularly want, like Guinness or whatever. But why is there no fucking beer whatsoever? Oh, hello, Greg. How's your day been? And <laughs> <laughs> um, the other one is why is why the best Star Wars future could be a New Hope reboot. What's this one about, Johnny? Oh, there was. Oh, I don't know. You could read the article. It's an article. Well, read it? an article. If you're sharing something, you need to know oh, a little bit about it. it. They reckon that they, the, the other option for Disney is to completely reboot the trilogy series and make the original trilogy series not canon. How, Pro- how can they do that? Could do whatever they want. There's no boys in Star Wars anymore. Oh, I know what you'll do. They'll replace. Obviously, Ewan McGregor will be Obi Wan Kenobi. Hayden Christensen will be Darth Vader. They'll get all or the rewrite actual... the story. I think rewrite it. Oh, well, you can't really rewrite, rewrite you can it. Do what you want it's Disney? Who would be Luke Skywalker then? It'd be Leia Skywalker. No, how does that make, make sense? The woman, she would, the woman would be the best. Well, they've already done that, haven't they? I don't understand that. They made Princess Leia a better uh, Jedi than Luke, didn't they? Because she defeats him, right? In the, in the sequels or something. I don't know. I think it's something to do with the Phantom Menace. I didn't read it. Uh, did you watch all the Obi Wan Ben Obi Wan Kenobi in the end, the whole series? Have you seen all that now? Uh, how many? How many episodes were there? Fifteen. That's uh, six. I can't remember. How did it end? Oh, no, don't Badly, tell me. I think. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I think I watched five. I might have one to watch. I enjoyed it when I watched it, and then I watched the reviews of it where they explained to me that I didn't enjoy it, and it's yeah. actually shit. Yeah, that's, that's, what, yeah, that's what I often do. I go like, hey, that was, that was all right. I was like, oh, no, actually, yeah, that was, was rubbish. <laughs> Obviously, no. I know, I, I stand by certain things. I see, I quite enjoyed... Like I did that with Game of Thrones. I mean, obviously they did ruin the end of Game of Thrones completely. That was everyone agreed on that. But that well, there was one that the battle scene, the battle scene where it was all in the dark. Some some of that was I thought I enjoyed some of that, but I, I noticed the, the convenient cutaways when one character was like in trouble, surrounded by loads of people. It's like, well, how did they get out of that? And then they just just like, yeah, they just got out of it in Game of, in Game of Thrones. Yeah, but there was still some enjoyable parts of that scene but then watching it get panned on YouTube the stuff like I didn't notice about the, the military tactics and all that I was like oh actually that was really that was shit um, and like the, the military tactics in Star Wars where you've got to defend the last people the sorry the what they called the, re- the last rebels so what we'll do is we'll put them all outside the impenetrable door <laughs> things like that you know yeah. straight away but um, yeah yeah load of old crap Okay, uh, can I speak or anything? Anyone else got anything or can I carry no, on? No, you just jump in whenever you want. Go right. for it, bro. Okay, so this is called a poem uh, I want to read to you about life as it was. And this is by, this is shared by Johnny Ribena. You shared this poem, Johnny. All oh, right. We met a marriage... Oh, do you want to read it out, Greg? Can you do it in a voice? Yeah, you've got a voice. voice. Yeah, he can't read. Read that because I can't read properly anyway. Well. So read it out in like a voice of a 70s... Maybe put some sad music under it or we met and married a long time ago. We worked the long hours when wages were low. No telly, no bath, for times were hard. Just a cold water tap and a walk in the yard. No holidays abroad, no carpets on floors. We'd coal on the fire and didn't lock doors. Our children arrived, no pill in those days. We brought them up without any state aid. They were safe going out to play in the park and old folk could go for a walk in the dark. No Valium, drugs or, and no LSD. We cured most of our ill with a good cup of tea. Uh, <laughs> no battles, no muggings, not much to rob. We felt we were rich with a couple of bob. People seemed happier in those far-off days. 
kinder and caring in so many ways. Uh, Milkman and paper boys would whistle and sing. Uh, a night at the pictures was quite a mad fling. Uh, we got our share of troubles and strife, but we had to face it. Yeah. The pattern of life. Uh, what was that fucking I think that's to make you art back to the old day. But most of that's absolute bollocks because, like, even during the war, during they said the war spirit of the Blitz, yeah. all the people uh, like the Craze and all that, and, and all the white boys uh, that didn't uh, that said they were mad to not go in the army were robbing people's houses when they were in the shelters and robbing all the houses that were blown up. And um, uh, there, there was there was quite a lot of trouble in those days, like the. I think I don't think it's how, how they try and remember it when they weren't there. A cup of tea will cure any ailment. There were still prisoners. Didn't uh, Charles Bronson get locked up in the 70s? I mean, yeah, he was, right. he was around back in them days. <gasps> and, and you could get up and down as from the chemist. If you had um, got cancer, would you have chemo or tea? <laughs> cup of tea? I'm I'm not a weirdo. Tea with loads of weed in it. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this guy. <laughs> But anyway, we're getting back to good old common sense values. Yeah, okay, one more story from Johnny this week. Uh, Mickey Mouse could soon leave Disney as 95-year-old copywriter expires. So we're going, soon going to get loads of uncopyright. They'll get it back, won't they? They're yeah. not going to let that go. Uh, what? Mickey Mouse. Mickey, Ma- Mickey Mouse is going to lose, what, Disney are going to lose Mickey Mouse? Yeah, it's 95 How? years old, the copyright, and then the copyright for, expires. For, for who would own it then? Well, so it, would go into the the, it would go into uh, public domain. Yeah, public, public domain. domain. Yeah. Oh, I think they said it's the way it's written. It's just a, like I think they described it as a Mickey Mouse copyright. Look after <laughs> Mickey, Mickey Mouse. Oh, oh. It was a Mickey Mouse copyright. So oh. I want to look after Mickey. You can have your own Mickey Mouse. You make your own one. Your own little cartoon. Uh-huh. You've already got the voice. <laughs> to, <laughs> sorry, do that again. Let's go. It's me, Mickey. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. this is good stuff. <laughs> so uh, let's. Just lay a scenario out. Okay. Um, Mickey Mouse comes home to find Minnie. I'll be Minnie Mouse. I'm happy with that. And you can be... Oh, I'm happy with that. Who do you I'll want to be, Johnny? Minnie. Pluto or Goofy or... <laughs> Donald Duck. Okay, you can be Donald, Donald Duck. I'll be Mickey Mouse and... Uh, Minnie Mouse, sorry. And Mickey okay. comes home from work. Begin scene. Oh, hi, Minnie. Oh, hi, oh, there, the office. Oh. Hey, Mickey, must have something dinner, decent for dinner, otherwise I'll beat the fuck out of you. Ha ha Cheese. <coughs> I fucking hate cheese. Just because I'm a mouse doesn't mean I like cheese. Ha ha Crackers. I'll crack you one. Ha ha Ow. <coughs> I'm sleeping. Make me a steak, bitch. <coughs> me and Donald. Uh, what? Me and Donald. Uh, You've been fucking Donald. Oh, <coughs> I don't feel so bad for hitting you now. Uh, I was, was going to feel guilty for hitting you, but I uh, don't feel so bad now. Oh, yeah. Cheese is quite expensive. The mouse. Oh, my Mickey Mouse is really loud. Lo- the voice is really loud. You should have been a mouse. Um, you're not a mouse. You're a you're a, ho- a dirty hoe. Insane. Insane. I hope they keep the copyright. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> After that, uh, right? Okay, John, you got any news? What's coming up later? Well, I've just had uh, something come in here. It says, later on in the podcast, we asked the UK seasonal workforce, why have they dramatically fallen since 2018? And can we not just send the asparagus to Rwanda to be picked? Back to you. That's a good one. All right, let me talk about my dream I keep having then. Oh, yeah. So I keep having this dream, uh, not every night, but it's every couple of nights. It's a nightmare where I'm trapped somewhere and I can't get back. It's normally an airport or a station. Like last night, I, I was in an airport somewhere. I don't know where I was. And I had my tickets for the plane on like a little mobile phone, like a prison one that goes up your ass. But it was like a foldable one. Oh, they can put big ones up their And I had 
the um, tickets all ready to go. But as soon as I went to get in the flights, now I couldn't find them. I was like, oh shit, they're not on there. Where's the email? Check the emails going through. And I, was like, I couldn't find them. I go, oh, you're going to be stuck in the airport. And it's like, what? And I couldn't find anything. It's this nightmare about being stuck in airports. It's, it's your fear of travelling, obviously, isn't it? Really? It's, it's just, yeah, obviously. It's your, this is uh, down to your fear of leaving, the, of, of leaving Harvey Road. Well, I think that's actually a classic anxiety dream. Yeah. You're worried about change, my yeah. friend. Changing, changing your life, changing society, changing your pants. <laughs> changing your clothes. <laughs> changing your clothes, yeah. <clears throat> no, but it is, it is an anxiety dream. It's good when I wake up, I'm like, oh, thank God I'm in my bed. But yeah, it wouldn't and take, then you get it, your it wouldn't phone take, out. It wouldn't take Sigmund Freud to work out what that's about. We'd have to dig him up. Were you worried? A cocaine, you, but then, you're, but then there is no need because you're not. You don't need to travel, so it's not like. So, so in, in your dream, are you are you terrified that you've now got a small phone? And no. you're not scared of travelling. That's just you can't be bothered. No, like, just, not. It's probably more like you're just scared of like shit going wrong. I, I'm scared of travelling now. Shit after going that, wrong after that COVID thing. After my, me losing my shit and going all chimp and wanting to bite everyone at the airport and all that. Um, uh, yeah, I, I haven't. I haven't even thought about going abroad since then because I was like, oh, I'll wait till all the COVID things calm down. In case they recognise you. <laughs> yeah. For anyone new watching who doesn't know what the hell that we was talking about just then, it's because yeah. he tried to get a plane to Ireland if an old episode. Yeah. And he didn't have a COVID uh, test, and they said you need a COVID test in the airport, and it all fucked. Not up. just any old trip to Ireland. It was a, mate's, a, a friend's wedding who oh, obviously isn't going to get married again. I was taking my drone. I was going to get drone shots, and I was going. I was meant to be the only one there. His brother couldn't go, and uh, my, my other mate couldn't go, so I was going to be the only one. Of our crew sort of represented all that, yeah, yeah. and we were talking about it for ages. Uh, it doesn't matter, yeah, don't matter anyway. Yeah. That's a, just quickly, just so you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, about- so I went, so yeah, that's put me off. So yeah. I, I'm with you, but I think again, I think I think my esteemed colleague, um, the psychiatrist, Mr. Greg, is being too obsessed with the fact that it's the airport, like in the same way that people have anxiety dreams that they haven't prepared for an exam when they're yeah. almost 50 which is a dream I sometimes have. Um, I still think it's about the health and safety exam I failed. However, it's just an anxiety dream about uh, it's your brain putting something. It's not necessarily about travel is what I'm saying. Uh, I did go to the doctor about it. And do you know what he told me? Guess what he told me? He said, girl, you better have fun no matter what you do. He's a fool though, isn't he? He's a bloody fool. But he's a fool. (laughs) I reckon you should start a row with a pipe. Right, let's get with this list then. Let's get going with some fun times now then. Because have you got anything, Johnny? Because I've got loads of stuff I've got to get through tonight. So let's go. Right, let's start with this. Okay, so you are a multi... You're like a drug dealer. Yeah. But you deal multi-pack crisps. You split the packs and you're dealing them. So let's. Uh, I'll be. You, I'll be. The, let me do it. What do you mean split the packs? You mean you're. you're, you're, you're what you mean you're stumping on them? Yeah. You make it near watering, no, 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 like no. watering down the flavour. No, it says no, no. like it says on. You know when you get like a, ca- a pack of tin can or yeah. fizzy pack. Oh, it them. says multi pack, not to be sold singly, so not to be sold separately. And Sorry. That's me. So yeah. Okay. So I'm stood outside Morrison's, and you two are doing your shopping, or I call when you are. So here we go. I'm, gonna say, I'm just going to say that's probably the worst place to do it. I'd maybe pick a fair or no, carnival. I'm or, at the car park. Oh, all right. Yeah, mate. Yeah, you're right, mate. You're right, mate. You finished your shopping? Yeah. Got everything you needed? Uh, yeah, but... Uh, oh, Prices gosh. are going up, aren't they? Yeah. I got everything... I'll tell you what, though. Oh, crisps. I forgot some fucking crisps. I got some chocolate. I like to have chocolate and crisps. Oh. I always think about like, having chocolate. Like, if you eat chocolate and then eat ready-salted crisps straight after... Oh. I know that usually when you do it the other way around, but if you do it that way around... I've, I've done it since I was a kid. Oh. And, uh, I've got the chocolate, but I haven't got the fucking crisps. Thanks for your life story, mate. <laughs> So you didn't get any crisps, mate? Yeah, I just told you that. It's a good job you come to me, mate. It's a good job I'm here, innit? Yeah, well, I didn't really come to you. You sort of came up to me and was like... Psst, psst, well, so. it's a good job I'm here, mate. Do you yeah. know why? Why? I've got some crisps for you. What? 
Yes, uh, what ready salted? Right. Shh, keep it down, oh, mate. I'll split the packs. Uh, uh, oh, right. oh, I got you. Yes, mate. Multi packs. Nice. How much are you selling them for? I'm selling each bag for forty p. But that, but what that works out? Uh, I get the multi pack. It's better for. I'm getting six packs for. Well, they're on offer for ninety nine p in there. So that's like what, what a multi pack of crisps for ninety nine p. Yeah. Which ones are they, mate? <laughs> well, the ready salted ones I was just talking about. What, Walkers? I'm just, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to go back in the shop. and like, If you were selling them for like... Mate, you can't get a multi-pack <laughs> for 99p. If you're doing like a deal, then I'd buy some off you, but you're not doing a deal. So I'm going to go back into the shop and I'm going to grass you up to the... I'm not, I'm not usually a grass, but uh, in this case, when it comes to crisps and... Uh, mate, you say I'm, anything, you're dead, mate. <laughs> I know you your car's here, mate. <laughs> you don't scare me, I'm afraid. So, uh, so CCTV everywhere. You could, like, I mean, pull a gun on me if you want. And uh, NC, get done. what multi packs are fucking 99p? Uh, mate, when they're on offer, they even even at the shit co-op. Johnny, even oh, I wasn't listening. <laughs> I did try to stop. You're, you're you're arguing with the guy. Who, who did a breakdown recently oh, of true. the yeah, supermarket yeah. crisps you and did. how much they are per yeah. gram. Whoa! <laughs> so, you know. Uh, Have you got any heroin? <laughs> you just improv with the wrong guy. Have you got any heroin, crisp guy? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've got yeah. some <laughs> Doritos chili heat wave. Make yourself useful, give me some so, smack. Johnny, you wanted to do something this week where you replay, uh, redo Danny DeVito films where you play him as Carlos. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, For Carlos, is, know, Carlos oh. is a local entrepreneur <laughs> businessman uh, he's a restaurant owner I did want to do it but I don't know if he's I did he's an elderly Portuguese restaurant owner who rides around oh yes try to see but it's coming yes he rides around in a wheelchair like da- uh, Davros out of um, yeah. Doctor Who you had to think about that for a minute, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, because I don't like Doctor Who that much. But you'd have to feed me the line you feed me the line and I'll say okay, it okay what film do you want twins can do he can be the, he can be the okay, tall you one. feed him a line from yeah. twins then wow Look at you, you look great in that suit. Try and see. Oh, I went the wrong way. Yeah, I can't do it. I'm a bit tired. It's a shame, isn't it? Because you do look like Danny DeVito. Try to see, bush. Such a shame. You do look, yeah, you look just like So uh, later on in the show, we're going to play our new uh, quiz, MPPDO or both. <laughs> uh, they all are. We could they're, do, but I'll tell you what we will do both, first. Uh, the Tibbets, they haven't been around for a while. Our wonderful family, the Tibbets. Oh, God. And this week, the Tibbets are at Wimbledon. Uh, they don't get in, <laughs> but they build a contraption for Jackie to see over the top and tell her what's happening. And while they're doing that, one of the Wimbledon aficionados comes up to see what they're doing. Aficionados. aficionados right, yeah. So, uh, begin scene. Oh, oh, look, we've got a good spot on uh, Henman Hill, uh, Michael. Look, uh, we've, we've got a whole Jackie up so she can see over the top. Uh, but she won't be able to see without this crazy contraption we've built. Well, I don't think we're going to be able to hold her up for that long. Our arms are going to get tired. Why don't we try and collect up... Oh, look, ma- the camera. Look, do wave, do the thing. Oh, oh do the body pop. Michael, do that body pop. You're going to body pop in. Robot. Do, yeah, yeah, oh, look. Oh, Jackie. Oh, never mind. I was thinking if we got, so we got together some of the fire extinguishers and piled them up, Oh, that's good. That's like an A-team type thing. Yeah. Jackie, we'll get you sick. We'll in no time, darling. MacGyver Tibbet. Uh, hello there. Uh, oh, hello. Uh, oh, uh, hello. Oh, who's this little one? Oh, this is Jackie. Jackie's hello. Hello, Jackie. Oh, hello. Are you enjoying the tennis, Jackie? I can't see. Okay, so I see you've got some fire extinguishers there to pile up. Yeah, we just been we just been going around, uh, yeah, uh, just checking the, the fire extinguishers. They're all Michael's up to job. pressure. He's a health and safety man. I'm aren't a health you, and safety, health and safety manager. Uh, well, I don't think you are the health and safety Here's manager. Here's my badge. Oh, show me back the air. Look. I think that little girl should be getting down off those fire extinguishers because that's quite dangerous. Oh, Jackie, not yet. We didn't say what. I didn't know she was doing that. <laughs> 
Well, I think that could be quite dangerous because uh, <laughs> something could happen to her up there and she could slip and fall. So, no, they, um, they are under pressure, but normally in this sort of normal summer heat. Oh, I'm just coming. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, could you please oh. move from Henman Hill? Uh, there's been a dreadful explosion. Little Jackie Tibbetts survived. Oh, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm all done. Oh, the Tibbetts. Oh. Big question of the week. Uh, should you put your hand under a flake chocolate bar when you eat it? Uh well, yes. Initially, yes. Well, then I found out uh, but this is this is a mistake because for it's reti- because those bits of chocolate they melt very very quickly. So by the time they've landed on your hand, you've got even by, even by the time you've gone like this, gone put your hand up to scoop them up, they've melted onto your hand. Mm. So I just get a plate. What if you're on a white leather sofa plate? <laughs> um, yeah. It's quite simple. Well, I'll for it. Uh, what sometimes you Wait. should probably put your hand above. Say you're somewhere like Brighton where there's pig- um, seagulls. Oh, yeah. And what if you don't have a plate? You're not Bear Grylls. Um, then your your watch. You could use the face of your watch. See, that's why I like a twirl, because a twirl is like a flake, but it's encapsulated with I'm I'm a ripple man, because I prefer Mars. So. Mm. Oh, ripple as well. That's like a flake with a... Well, um, with, but it's nicer. Shell. It's, it's made out of Mars chocolate. Yeah, yeah, but yeah it's, it's got a shell. Yeah, shell. Yeah. But it's just as, it's just as uh, what's it, crumbly. Because the flake's copyrighted, isn't it? So they got around it by... Cup- so that's maybe that's how we could uh, get around uh, Mickey Mouse copyright, just cover him in chocolate. Maybe. 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 <laughs> I thought that flake segment would have a lot more legs. Mm, did you really? I didn't. I thought it had. I th- I th- I'm surprised it had as much as many legs as yeah. it did. Really? Yeah. Do you I think how many podcasts? How legs. many podcasts have we done now? I thought we'd have. A and good, you thought that would have legs? A good half hour. Hundred and four. Yeah. Yeah. The way you should eat different chocolate I bars. Thought I'd, I thought I'd kill everyone with like the, the plate thing. Everyone would be like, "Whoa." Never thought of that. But you're right. You may not have a plate. I, and most people are too lazy. At that point, you'd be like, ah, oh, I'm eating a chocolate bar. Can't be bothered to get a plate. That's never so. been done in stand-up comedy. Never mind podcasts. Let's talk about something old. Remember VHS? I, uh, remember Betamax. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's nice, though. When you get the flake at the bottom of it, you go, ah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Daddy's dick. That's Daddy's dick you've got there. That is definitely that's Daddy's nice. dick. I like when you get a couple of them. <laughs> when you get two of them. Two flakes. Like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> All that chocolate <laughs> over your face. Oh, yeah. Let's do an interview with a real-life ball boy from Wimbledon. Oh. I've always wanted to interview a ball boy, haven't you? Yeah, no. no. You haven't? Yeah. <laughs> well, are they going to be like... Yeah, a, I, mean, yeah. I imagine they'll be muggy little nerds. I did actually really want to be a ball boy when I was young. Like, I did like the idea of it because I remember... Because I've always wanted to play... I always Hand liked the, the idea of being... Um, a wild card at Wimbledon because I've played like a little bit of club tennis and what have you and, and you reckon oh, I thought oh, I've already stuck to it I got really good again like when I was a kid um, but I never have done but uh, yeah it was still like a fantasy of mine but uh, yeah when I was a kid I was watching a Wimbledon, sexual fantasy when I was a kid no just a uh, you know, I was going to ask how they pick the wild card so they just get one of the ball boys and go look we're, we're one short come in, <laughs> yeah. come in. But no, but they did this thing before I can't remember who it was I don't know if it was Michael Stick or something like that it was back in the 80s or early 90s and someone wasn't there to play well for some reason the fucking they, the ball person got ball boy ball person ball, I think it was a ball boy got called up and had a rally with Michael Stick and was there and everyone was cheering and he, and he was pretty good and he had a, like, a decent knock up or whatever and I think but not, let, a, not an official guy just as yeah, a, yeah, a yeah, rally yeah, yeah. or whatever yeah but yeah, and well, I, I just thought oh, that'd be cool like 
if you're you, mo- know, I mean, you know a lot about that bull boy. You're being the bull boy because you know bull boys and you like to talk about bull boys. <laughs> so me and Johnny are going to interview and ask a few questions about a real life bull boy. So uh, we're here today, uh, me and Johnny, my co-host. Very exciting to be back at Wimbledon. Yeah, and we're going to be interviewing a bull boy just to see what it's like actually on the court with the big names. Uh, Johnny, have you got a first question to ask this little bull boy, Timmy? Oh, hi, Timmy. Hi. Uh, and have you been handling many balls today? Uh, yeah, well, that's kind of what I do. Just run up and down, run up and down, and up in the air, look like a robot, throw it down, and then, uh, you know, ignore all the sort of passive aggressive towel throwing and stuff from all the fucking players. Uh, sorry, I'm not meant to swear. But yeah, it's not as, it's not what it's cracked up to be. I, so you run I from the back to the it. middle, to the middle, to the back, yeah, and try yeah, and avoid yeah, yeah. the woman that stands right I don't the back. mind that. It's just, it's more the players that they just, the way they throw their towels at me, and it's like, <laughs> just so dismissive. Uh, when I pass them, then no one ever says thanks. You know I mean, if I was one, if I was one of them, and I was getting paid as much as them, I'd say thanks every time I passed it. You know, if a kid came up to me and passed yeah, me a yeah. towel, I'd be like, "Cheers, thanks, mate. Thanks, mate." Uh, Even if they do it a, a million times a match, thanks, mate, every time. Are they much. are they more attentive backstage? Yeah, far more attentive backstage. Because yeah. Timmy, you are one of the oldest ball boys. How old are you? Forty something. Uh, yeah, forty-two. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're one of the oldest ball, well, ball men. Yeah, I, so I, I, I'm a ball man now. Yeah, so I, I seem a bit jaded, I suppose, compared to the other. Oh, the others are still quite cool. With the towel throwing, they're like, ah, oh. <laughs> they sniff them and that. Did and you like, used to no. sniff? Yeah, I used to sniff them. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, look, I suppose you'll grow out of it. Do you mainline them now? I'm, I'm a ball man now. I suppose. <laughs> I'm not a ball. I'm a bald man and a ball, <laughs> ball man. <laughs> uh. What about Robinsons? Do you miss the old Robinsons? Uh, yeah, I do actually. Yeah. What happened to that? I was did, just yeah. Cause you can't did you Robinson. find the players were more sugary. cordial when they were using Robinsons? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice one. So you, the ball boys might have not got that one. So when do you think you're going to retire, Jack, uh, Timmy? Uh, I, when, when the legs stop working, I guess. When I can't chase them balls! <laughs> well, it's been lovely talking to you, Timmy. You're a really interesting young man. Well, they do oh, say... Old, old man, whatever, yeah. Well, middle-aged man. I'm a young middle-aged man. I'm a young man. They still, do yeah. say you can take the balls out of the ball man, but you can't take the ball man out of the balls or something like that, don't they? All the time. Everyone says that. <laughs> I bet you've got a few uh, rude jokes about balls, haven't you, you and the lads, Timmy? Uh, well, no, no. no. Okay, should we say goodbye to you now? Yes, please. How do you think that went? Goodbye, Tim. (laughs) Bye. Really well. Right, the big questions in life. Where do we come from? Where do we go? Where do we come from? Cotton Eye Joe. (laughs) Boom, bang. Uh. Boom, bang, a bang. Boom, bang, a bang. Bang, 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 bang. Have you you noticed that people have started comparing Chris Barron to Michael Jackson? Um, I think the difference is clear. Michael Jackson fucked kids and Chris Brown beat up Rihanna. Yeah, that's what I was about to say, yeah. What happened with R. Kelly in the end? Did he get away with it? If you, Yeah, 30 years and prob- probably another 60s come in. He's got two more cases to, mm. to fight, hasn't he? Well, we have you got anything? Because I've got to move on to something else. No, move on. Move okay. on, please. So uh, we were talking about uh, biopics of... Biopics? Yeah, of music. Or biopics. Or biopics. I mean, you can say biopic. Or musical. Can you say biopic? Uh, one. What? How do you say it? Eh? Biopic, yeah. Yeah, biopic. Well, how, do yeah. I, how did I you say it? biopic? It doesn't matter. I don't think it's an... I think uh, that's one of the more interesting things we've discussed so far tonight. Still, I think. Biopic. Right, and one thing we like to do every now and again is... You don't say biography, do you? No, that's so, true. Yeah. Biopic. Yeah. Do you say tomato? It's the French version of saying it. Yeah. <laughs> I say tomato. I say tomato and potato. It was a beautiful biopic. You say tomato... I say oh, tomato. Oh, brilliant. I didn't think of that. 
Right, so yes, we like to do um, our biopics of how we think, like you know, Bohemian Rhapsody, and we did we did the Pet Shop Boys, didn't oh, we? Yeah. Oh yeah, how, yeah, and how and Sex Pistols, it, it was influenced from that. How they come up with songs, and we like to joke around because uh, we're very good at this. We joke around about how these musical artists come up with their songs. Uh, it's a lot of pressure. So now. this week's one is Bronski Beat, oh. and the song is Small Town Boy. And we would like to show you a scene of how... I don't even know what are the names of the people in Bronski Jimmy Beat. Jimmy Somerville. Jimmy Somerville, of course. Well done. Alison <laughs> Moyet? Alison, no. no, not in Bronski uh, Beat, was it? No, no, no. Because there was a woman. Wasn't there a woman? No, wasn't Let's there just song? say Chris Woodford. Don't leave me this way. Right, so it's Bronski Beat, and it's well. Small yeah. Town Boy. Okay. And this is the scene I'll be where the manager. Jimmy... You're the manager. How does Small Excellent. Town Boy go? I don't remember how that goes. I'm forgetting how it goes. I know the song, but... That's not that's not small town boy, is it? No, what song's no. that? That's don't leave me this way. Ding, sorry. Ding 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 ding. So I was going to be the manager. Ding, I can't really do a biopic about. Ding, I can't do about that specific thing because I don't know it. I'll be Jimmy Somerville then because okay. I know the song. Well, I suppose it doesn't really matter with our uh, improvs, does you it? You can be Johnny's the manager, and you can be the other person in the band. Okay, so oh, you're saying we I'll need be the some keyboard guy. Yeah, key, we need some. We need a new song. Okay, okay yeah. right. Okay. And I'm going to say I met a, a, a small ball boy up okay, town. If you want, uh, yeah. begin scene. Ooh. This is the scene where they come up with the song "Small Town Boy." Begin scene. Oh, I can't just write like this all the time. Bah. Guys, you've been in the studio for over a week. Bah. We need to come up with a new song. Bah. I've got to try and play a different chord other than this. Bah. Well, I'm going to go into town and get something. But I'm feeling really tiny today. It's just one of those days. You know when you wake up and you feel really small? Oh, wait a minute. Mm. Like a small town boy? Yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Riding along on the train. No, no, that's not it. I can't remember how I got here, wasn't it? Why don't you use Google and find the words? Didn't I come by train? I wish I knew how the tune went and then I could pretend to do it on the keyboard. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's just think about this. <laughs> oh. um, just a small town boy. I'm not going to have a piss. I, well, this morning I left I left for work and I had everything I owned in a little black case when I came into the studio. And do you know what? I, for the life of me, I was still on that platform in the wind and the rain on the, and I had my sad lonely face wow, on wow those sound like lyrics they do a bit didn't they my mum will never understand why I had to leave get those bad right boys down okay. if only um, I knew what the music would, could go like you live in the morning with everything uh, you uh, own uh, in a uh, little black case uh, 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 alone uh, uh, on the platform the wind and the rain uh, and the lonely uh, 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 face uh, 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 uh. Mother will never understand why you had to leave. Uh, 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 run away, uh, uh. turn away, run away. Oh, oh, turn oh, away. oh that's small time. Oh, run, run away, run away, turn away, run away. We've got it. Turn away. I still don't know how the keyboard goes. Run away. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> run away, turn away, run away. And that was a scene from the movie about Bronski Beats. That's going to be a hit. Thank that you. A hit. Now I know the tune. I get. I know what song it is now. Oh, no way. That Hopefully, one. that has given everyone like a little eye opener as to how that started. Right. You get two choices. Which one would you like? You get to die in your sleep, age seventy, or you get to die in a car crash, age eighteen. You get that extra ten years, but you die in a car crash. See, at that age, probably the car crash. I think. Oh, no, I don't know because the extra ten years probably isn't worth it. It depends how good in what good. If you're in really good nick at 70 and you're enjoying, you know what I mean, you're like Hugh Hefner and you've got like your fucking loads of supermodels or whatever, or Playboy models, and life's good, you've got lots of money, yeah, you want an extra 10 years, don't you, I suppose? But um, if not, and, oh, and you're able-bodied. I mean, if you're, 
if you're 70 and you're, you can't fucking move, then yeah, it's pointless. So, yeah, able-bodied and you've got a bit of money, the extra 10 years, yeah, fuck it. But if not, then duck out early. I'm thinking, if it was really quick and I didn't feel it, car crash at 18, please. 18? Yeah. <laughs> if I could turn back time. What about if it was really quick and you couldn't feel it, um, dead at five? What about just never- much? I mean, No, five years old is a good, like, okay then. 12 years old so you, you just when you find out Father Christmas isn't real yeah I mean I don't no I was going to say five, five would have been okay because there wouldn't be too many regrets but I think by the age of five my mum had already woken up on the sofa seeing me laughing putting a purple cushion up against the three, uh, the three bar heater and trying to burn the house down so I think at most points I'm not going to leave very, uh, very many good memories Something I'd like, I always like to do uh, before we go to the gentle bear this week is a song. So we haven't done a song this week, and the song I'd like you to do is Gloria Gaynor. Uh, I will survive, but you need here's the twist: you need to add the word fries into it. Fries, uh, Johnny, uh, over to you. <clears throat> At first, I was deep fried, and I was refried. I kept thinking I could never live without you by my sides. And then I spent so many fries thinking how you did me wrong. And then I grew strong. And I learned how to get along. I will surprise. I will will surprise. As long as you've got onion rings, you'll know I'll bring you fries. And we've had all the other foods. We've had the garlic mushrooms too. I will surprise. I will surprise. I will surprise. Very good, everybody. Right, okay, let's go to the Gentle Bear Comedy Club. Yeah. Good evening, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Gentleman Comedy Club. I'm your host for the evening, Mike Stephen Compare. We've got three cracking yeah. acts for you this evening. Uh, we hope you enjoy yeah. it. Uh, we are at the Cod and Chip Ooh. in Hippingshireton this evening. The Cod and Chip. It's a lovely little pub, uh, very uh, quaint, very uh, rustic. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, please put your hand together for the first act this evening. It's Johnny Rance. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know about you, but just the thought of injecting cocaine keeps me up at night, <laughs> which saves me a fortune. Ooh, tough crowd. Yeah, yeah. Cod yeah, and chips, you luck. say. I did hear that if you meet a bear in the woods, rather than asking if it shits there to protect itself and protect yourself, you should make yourself big. And I thought, if I could make myself big, I'd be in the Avengers. But of course, that's silly, because I'm not a trans minority female, and that would never happen. Oh, Disney Ant-Man. pronouns. Oh, sorry. Disney pronouns. What about Ant-Man? I thought you meant Ant-Man. Sorry. Thank you, sir. Sorry. So what do you do to live, uh, for a living? Because you're obviously not a good heckler. Um, that was rhetorical. Okay. Uh, you know how bands do that whole, thank you, good night, when they haven't played their best song, so the crowd has to beg for an encore. Why, why don't they just work backwards with the encore song first that makes everyone go mental and then they can have a break so people can go and have a drink then play their next best song and work backwards in reverse so that if people need to get up early the next day or do things they can or nip out they can progressively get shitter and then only the hardcore fans would stay till the end like a badge of honour yeah yeah <sighs> alright let's go let's try one of these uh, <laughs> 
some people take up skiing for fun, but believe you me, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. That's more like it. Zing. Yeah. Love that one. Zing. Zing. Uh, well, this next poem is called Borisconi and his cronies. Uh. Well, I'm not the type to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with Carrie. I don't even know how many kids are mine. So fine. So fine. I've set tramps on fire with the Bullingdon boys. Gone fast and never been told no. Oh, I'll probably just read it, actually. <laughs> but somehow the blame never ends up as mine. It's a death defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for a living in the papers and TV. But the hardest thing I ever do is watch my leading MPs kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging his knee. A hee hee. We might set fire to a tall building. That's Grenfell. Uh. I might be a populist czar Cause I'm the well-known shit cunt That you made, you cunts made a star I've never spent much time in school But my past sure spent plenty It's true I hire my body out for pay Come on everyone yeah. Hey hey Alright oh, I mean, It's the stuntman one right yeah. Full guy yeah, but Nice I'm, one mate I'm gonna go through the whole lot Good stuff, mate. Yeah. I got burned by party gate, blown out over COVID-19. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, hey. Yeah, I'm winning around. I might jump yeah. from an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine because I'm a fucking upwards failing shit. Cunt Boris isn't even my name. Right, this next poem's called... Ho- this next poem's called Holly Bobs. What a lot of bother at the border. Why would anyone want to leave the UK? They're all dying to get in, aren't they? What a lot of bother at the border. You can't get the staff, can you? You had the staff, though, didn't you? Yeah, but we didn't furlough them, though. Oh, you did. You let them go? Yeah, we let them go. Um, did some of them come back cap in hand? No. Oh, no. What a lot of bother at the border. But the unemployment is so low. Yeah, we know. Where did they all go? Don't know. Weird, isn't it? Thank you very much. Good night. Yeah. Well, so, gentlemen, that was Johnny Rance. He's back again. We all love Johnny Rance. So, so we've got another app for you this evening. Uh, he's a local man. Please put your hands together for Ben Morris. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Ben Morris. Yeah. Uh, hello, everyone. My name's uh, Ben Morris. I'm a local man. So uh, I had a dreadful job getting here this evening. I broke down on the train crying. <laughs> right, so uh, I'm a man in his 50s. Uh, you stole that joke, mate. Oh, hey, shut up, mate. I'm a man in his 50s. I'm back on Tinder. So being a man in his 50s back on Tinder... Uh, looking for a try to look for a woman without a kid is trying like try to look for a needle in a haystack. Impossible. Anyway, so uh, I, I went on a date with a bird the other day. Lovely, uh, lovely young lady she's in her twenties. And as I'm a man in my fifties, I thought, oh, I'm I'm, put, I'm loving it here, mate. Guess what though? No frame of reference for anything we talked about. Still did it up the arse, though. Thank you very much, Joe German. I've been Ben Norris. Good night. <laughs> oh, thank you very much, That was Ben Norris. Yeah. Bit of a different up there. Oh, I don't know about that. Right, ladies and gentlemen, here's our final act of the evening. He's a headliner uh, every week. He doesn't know who he is until he comes on. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Sam Windswept Stevens. <laughs> Sam Windswept Stevens. Ladies okay, well, uh, I, I like to give everyone a, uh, an origin story for myself when I come on. So I know I'm called Sam Windswept. That used to be because of my hair. Like, so it's just a nickname that stuck because uh, I had like I used to have a comb over 
Um, and I was I was rocking it for quite a long time, but now <laughs> he's uh, bald. What a dick? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, obviously this I didn't have much hair. Stuff. I don't have much hair, so I shaved it. Uh, it's shaved off now. But I've still got the nickname Windswept. Uh, was it Windswept Steve? Stevens. Stevens. Your name's Dan Windswept Stevens. <laughs> can't you remember that? You thick cunt. <laughs> it's because he's bald. No, I can't. Bald uh, people anyway, shit. Um, I think he's probably, high. Well, actually, I am. Yes, I, I, I always take a little bit of coke before I come on stage. Uh, just, uh, I, I get nervous, and uh, it just just helps me, you know, connect with the crowd because I know you guys are all on it. <laughs> no, oh, okay, no, just me then. Anyway, but um, but yeah, uh, only three. <laughs> but uh, actually, that reminds me of something. Actually, um, well, yeah, that brings me to a uh, thing. I gave I gave up fish recently um, because uh, have you seen have you seen that that documentary Sea Spiracy? Yeah, on Netflix, mate. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's quite shocking, isn't it? It's what, like, is it's a movie whoa. review, mate? No, I'm, I'm connected with the crowd. I'm doing a bit, mate. It's oh. comedy. Uh, yeah, so see Spiracy, you've seen it, have you? Sorry, the guy who just can't stop talking down the front there. He's got really just... just no, mate, I haven't. Diarrhea. <laughs> you haven't seen it? No. You know what it's about? Yeah, but fish. But, but yeah, but you know that loads of people have been put off eating fish because of it. It's like, oh, it's got oh, plastic. Oh, no, no, mate. Fucking leave me alone. All right, okay. Well, I want to address everyone to the crowd, the rest of you. So, yeah, anyway. So, no one's eating fish because fucking hell, mate. Could have been a bit more, I don't know. Wish I could talk to this guy down here. Mm. Yeah, you can, mate. <laughs> what, what's that? I've seen Seaspiracy. Cool. Well, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> You're talking to yourself, mate. <laughs> Shut what up. that guy? <laughs> hey, you. You all right, mate? I don't know if he's going to be as accommodating. Uh, right, yeah, so sea spiracy, people eating Not plastic. Not cynic. <laughs> uh, people eat, well, look, I'll give you a rundown, shall All I? Right. You fucking... Is it funny? Uh, in places. <laughs> oh, no, oh places of fish. <laughs> yeah, there you go, see, they write themselves. Uh, yeah, so there's plastic in the fish, and people are like, oh, I can't eat the plastic. And it's like, oh, no. But even worse than that is all the uh, the slave labour. There's like young Thai boys getting taken out to sea and just chucked overboard. Like this is depressing, mate. Pirates are killing them. And I, I like, always take my fish out of the packet. I know. So I was thinking, right, I'm not gonna, I won't eat fish anymore. Then that's it. I'm done. I'm done eating fish. I'm like, okay, yeah. So I cut fish out, but it was a bit difficult because I don't eat much. Like I have chicken and pork, and that's about it for white meats. And anyway, <laughs> oh, good one. But anyway, I was thinking. Um, I said, yeah, because I've done it for ethical reasons. I well, I don't want but like little Thai boys and stuff getting thrown off the edge of, uh, thrown off boats and stuff. But then I thought about, well, hang on a minute. I've been doing cocaine for like, God knows how many years, 20 odd years. And I think about the amount of people that die each year, uh, uh, you know, through the cocaine industry. Like there must be like, I mean, millions of people die each year. Maybe not that many, but thousands at least. But anyway, so uh, I thought, well then, I mean, it would be unethical of me. I thought, well, I can't have double standards. So, um, so uh, yeah, so I I started eating fish again. Hey, because hey! I didn't I wasn't going to give up the cocaine as well. That was the joke. I didn't give up cocaine. I'm still on coke. Hey, hey! Ladies and thank you very much. Thank you very much. That was me, C Stick Steve. Sam Windswept Steve. Actually, no, Jim. Well, I was thinking about microplastics uh, the other day because they say they're everywhere, and I was thinking about them because they're in my brain. Because <laughs> hey, of the fish. You can have that, Sam. Oh, so thanks. thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. That was the Brown Bear Comedy Club for this no, week. No, the Gentle Bear, thank you. Uh, oh, thank you, sir. We'll get that right one day, oh, won't we, yeah. sir? The Gentle Bear Comedy Club. Thank you very much. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Hope you had a good time. Thank you. And uh, good night. Take a safe journey home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Ooh. thank you, everyone, for watching and listening to this week's podcast. Uh, we're going to say goodbye now. We hope you had a great time. Uh, I've been Ben. That's been Greg. Uh, au revoir, I've been Gregoire. And that's Johnny. Gruel Britannia. Britain waves their rules. <laughs> See what I did there. Bye. Toodaloo. How are you? 
How are you? How are you today? I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm very angry. I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm very angry. How are you? How are you? How are you today? I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm very tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm very tired. How are you? How are you? How are you today? I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm very hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm very hungry. How are you? How are you? How are you today?